you know about being a family of God. A lot of you didn't know that chorus, and perhaps some of you didn't get the words, but the these. I love the family of God, so closely knitted into one. They've taken me into their heart, and I'm so glad to be a part of this great family. And I don't know whether you feel it, but I do, and it's lovely it to feel a part of a family that loves you. Isn't it grand? To feel, I just feel to go around, I'm going to do anyway, whether anybody else is. I'm going to go around and give everybody a big kiss because I love you all. You know, this is one of the great, the things that God is doing in our lives, of drawing us together, not only that, of keeping us together because we're a family, you know, and we're knitted together, not with flesh and blood, but by the Spirit of God. Bless the Lord. And we're all, we all belong to him. We're all under his precious blood. And I'm not going on talking because I just feel I want to jump round and give everybody a great big kiss because I love you all.
always sing these two verses of it. Just raise your hand, amazing grace. Everybody raising the hands and we sing it. Amen. Captives free. And I believe God's going to do just that right now. Everyone keep your eyes closed with you. In the name of Jesus, I bind every Indian spirit now. In the name of Jesus, I loose the spirit of salvation now. I loose the spirit of deliverance, the spirit of healing. The spirit of love and joy and peace in Jesus' beautiful name. Just keep your eyes closed and keep in prayer with your brothers and sisters. I feel I must put my cording down and do something. A young man has just given his heart to the Lord. He's never been in a meeting before. I felt stressed to the spirit to go and rescue that lad. He was trying hard, but only the spirit of God can do it. Amen. And this little lad has never been in before. He's accepted Christ as his savior. Amen. Now, not only do I want you to pray for him now, but I want you to remember in your prayers tonight that God will reveal himself to him. It's an act of faith, but I believe as we, as we claim this lad for them, I believe that lad will grow and come to know Jesus in a real way and have a real born again salvation they can feel. Now we're all going to sing it again in a moment. Just wait a minute. Not only 
the dark lad need deliverance. But there are others in this meeting who still need deliverance. Your hallelujahs haven't got no halley in it. The praise of the Lord haven't got no power behind it. Now listen, this salvation is much for you as me. God is no respecter of persons. You're either in or you're not in. You're either saved and delivered and set free and cleaned up or you're not saved and cleaned up. But thank God the precious blood still cleanses from all sin. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, right now cleanse everybody in thy precious blood in this meeting. Give everyone a real born-again experience like you've given me and many more. Give them something that they can feel, Lord. They can take home with them. They're taking to bed with them. They're taking to work with them. They're taking everywhere. Lord, make them new creatures. Oh, God, do a miracle on all hearts now. Now, my brother and sisters, there's some of you never entered into this joy that I'm speaking about, and you jolly well know it. You know it as well as I know it. I've got second sight and I can read. You cannot deceive an Holy Ghost man or Holy Ghost woman. We jolly well know in the name of Jesus, brother, in the name of Jesus, my sister, please accept this salvation again by faith. It's still by faith. Then your feelings will come afterwards. Praise God, you'll know you've been saved. But please, in the name of Jesus, accept it by faith. Enter in, brother. Enter in, sister. You'll be so pleased and excited about it. You'll say, thank you, Henry. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Pals, for encouraging me. Come in, brother. Come in, sister. Come on. If you can save a wretch like me, and many more, you can save anybody. Oh, hallelujah. This is a common salvation for common folk, for everybody. Come in, brother. Come in, sister. Even if you've been in for years, come into a greater experience now. Come in, let your hair down, get free in the spirit. Oh, hallelujah. You'll sing amazing grace. Come in, sister. There's much more for you, my sister. There's much more for your brother. Come in. Come in. Come in in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah.
as we're in the spirit now and everybody got their eyes turned upon Jesus. I feel led just now, and you'll probably be surprised when I say it, but I can't help it. I'm being led of the spirit right now, and I know I'm right. There's nothing planned in this meeting. We wait upon the spirit of God. We just want to do that at all times. And the spirit will have its own way. I'm going to ask now Brother Arthur to come on here and just speak from his heart. I'll never forget that time when he was at my mother-in-law's funeral. And we saw him, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. And Brother Arthur had only just found Jesus his saviour. And he even prayed at the graveside. The next day he came to us and I'll never forget it. Oh, it did bless us. My wife will never forget either. He was a changed man. He'd found Jesus Christ as his saviour. The spirit of God had done something. And I'm asking Brother Arthur just to come up and just speak as he feels led. I feel I must do this. He'd be surprised, but I can't help it. It's the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. So everybody look to Jesus. This is a spontaneous witness of the Lord. Last week I'd take my lid off. <laughs> and I was just sitting back, letting the oil fill me up. And Henry pulled me out then, and the same thing's happened again. The Lord is so wonderful, so fantastic what he has done in my life. Um, for 53 years I plodded on without him. But now each day gets greater and more beautiful. And more fulfilling. I feel there's a purpose in life, in my life. I love coming here every Saturday night for two and a half years. It's like coming to a party to meet the Lord and all the people that belong to him. Amen. And I find that the outside world has no interest for me now. We went to a, um, a function about ten days ago and everybody was drinking and smoking, which, you know, they prefer to do. I like a drink occasionally. But their everyday language was so diabolical that my wife and I looked at each other. <laughs> we were there about 15 minutes and we came away. Uh, and it must be some 12 months, I think, since we've been to anything of that nature. We just no desire any longer to participate in the world of that nature. And every day I wake up and I do praise the Lord because it cleans your spirit out for the day. It gives you a good start because the old devil's there all the time. He comes in with funny little thoughts the moment you open your eyes, or even before. And I find now that before I'm really conscious, I'm praising God. I'm singing the choruses all day long. I went into town today and I'm singing away, they must think I'm potty. You go past people, they think they're talking to themselves, but you're not. You're talking to Jesus. It's fantastic. Oh, thank God for saving me. Bless you, Brother Arthur. You know, when you hear Arthur talking and uh, the things that he's saying, it isn't the words that's affecting you, it's the spirit that witnesses with his spirit. And you know, brothers and sisters, here tonight, it's our spirits 
that want to witness with your spirit and yours with ours. I was saying on Thursday night that the words that we speak and the things that we do are nothing but as a message as compared as the spirit that we have. And brothers and sisters, there's a spirit in this meeting tonight that Henry was talking about faith to enter into. And there's a spirit which is special to Fiskerton, I dare say. How shall I say, I dare to say. And the only enjoyment and the only benefit that people get out of it when they come to Fiskerton is that spirit that they take with them. And you know, we all are built up and are made uh, in parts of everything. And you know, there is a part of us which is Fiskitten. There is a part of us which belongs to God. And it is that part of us which is God, which is pure, which is honest, which comes from us. It's not the words, it's the part of God that is within us. And when Henry says tonight that it's the spirit that's, that's leading him, it is the spirit that's leading him. It's not his way of running a meeting, it's not the things that he's saying, it's the spirit that's working on his soul. And it's that spirit, brothers and sisters, that he's trying to tell you to enter into. Not in enter into Henry's, but to enter into that spirit. I, I stand tonight, and when I hear my voice speaking, do you know, it, Arthur talks of a few years that he's been saved. Well, I, I talk of a few years of knowing the Spirit. And it, it isn't that I want my words to persuade you uh, to join something, but I, I know this from being a human being, same as what you are. I know how necessary it is to know that Spirit that I'm trying to explain. My words won't explain it. Whatever I do, or whatever I say, won't get it out of the only reason, The only thing you'll feel is the spirit that is within us. And brother and sister, tonight look for that spirit that we're talking about. Something that changes you. You know, uh, I was going along through, through life, uh, same as any normal Christian man was going through, but you know, something that changed me was the spirit of God. And I'm tonight, I'm trying to explain the unexplainable. I'm trying to say that it wasn't anybody that came to me and says, Brother Rowley, you've got to do it this way, or Brother Rowley, you've got to do it that way. But calmly and coolly, uh, honestly and perfectly, the Spirit of God worked on my spirit. And you know, the only uh, thing that I'm trying to explain to you is, is to let the Spirit of God work on you, not just what I'm saying. Not, just, not what I'm trying to explain to you, not a, a crowd to join or, or something. I'm trying to, trying to point you to a spirit of God which is so necessary and so vital uh, in, in, your, in your life. You know, we can, we can be Christians, we can be Christians doing good works, uh, going to church regular. Don't misunderstand me. Lovely, do it. But, you know, we can still miss the spirit of God. It's the same as a marriage. You can be living together you know, as man and wife, but you know, there's a time when you come to realize this, that, you, that your two spirits is one.
and you, you sit down uh, and you enjoy each other's company. Uh, it, it, you can sit without speaking for hours on end, one in one chair, one in another, and the enjoyment you're getting out of doing nothing. It's the same with the Spirit of God. You get an enjoyment of doing nothing, but just enjoying His presence and His Spirit within you. Brothers and sisters, I'm trying to explain something that I can't explain, but enter into it with us. Join us uh, in, in spirit and in truth. Get the honesty and the purity of God in your heart, and you'll enjoy it to the full. God bless you all. God bless you all. So lovely to see you all, brothers and sisters, and we believe that God's brought you all here for a purpose. And we're going to tell you, whether you're Christian or whether you're not, this meeting will affect you, and you will never be the same again. God is moving by spirit and doing a new quick work, ready for the glorious rapture, getting a love family together. And we're so grateful that we're part of it, and we welcome you all in the name of Jesus. God bless you. We do love you. Paul has never been in a meeting before in his life, but he's come here for the first time, and I know that God's done something to him, because I've felt led to him. Already is he looking better. How are you feeling, John? Oh, you feeling better? Well, just tell them, can you? Just, he's never done it, he's never been on a platform before, he's perhaps never heard about salvation. But now then, John, how do you feel? On top of the world. Eh? On top of the world. On top of the world. Oh. Do you feel any different to it? Don't do it to please me, I mean, I'm after something. Do you feel different to what you did when you came in? Yeah, I've you got do. a lot more friends and a lot of love in it. You feel what? I feel I've got a lot more friends and a lot more love. Wow. Yeah. 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 Just say these seven words, will you, John? Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Put your hands up and shout hallelujah. 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 Have you got a Bible at home? No. Well, will you? Eh? You've got one in the car. Now, Brother Arthur's going to fix it with the Bible. Isn't that wonderful, John? And will you read the Gospel of John? You'll see John's Gospel. Don't bother about reading anything else. Read it. And then if you don't quite understand it, next time you see me, ask me and I'll explain it to you. Will you do that, John? See Arthur afterwards. Good shake hands with your brother. <laughs> God bless you, John. Thank you very much. You that brought him in, come up here. Since you were saved like that, how many weeks? Five weeks. Well, now then, five weeks. We, we went and claimed him in the name of Jesus, and he, he got delivered. He's been coming ever since. Now then, I want to know how you feel this last five weeks. You tell him yourself. Come on. Well, start off with, I felt a bit confused. Have you? Yeah, I did it for first, first three days. Yeah, yes. yeah. And, Are you uh, confused now? No. Oh. No way. I'm going to say I was concerned if you was. No, no, no. No. Get rid of that. Come on, no. tell them this. Well, how's it? Just tell them, just speak as you feel. Feel, feel full inside. You, you know, feel like, full? Yeah, just great. 
up in it, jaw inside. Jaw? Yeah. And it were empty before. You felt empty yeah. before? And no, was that through you feeling the joy you brought your pal John in? Well, he's, uh, he's in the army, he's come on leave for... He's going back tomorrow, so... Is he? I thought, well, drag him along. You drag so, him along? Yeah. 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 Heavenly Father, just bless my pal now. Give him a nice equipment for coming on the platform. For Jesus' sake, amen. God bless you. Look. Have you got a Bible? No. Yeah. Well, you must, I can't give you another one, but still. Uh, uh, well, will you buy one? Yeah. You work, aren't you? You've got a car. You buy yourself a New Testament or a Bible. And please, you must do this. It's important. Because if you, if you must learn about these things, then you find you've got something to stand up yeah. when enemy comes into you, you've got something to stand on. You say, this is the word of God and I believe that. You buy a Bible and read a chapter, start reading John, will you? And I'll ask you all about it when I see you next time. Don't <laughs> do, yeah. Have you got him one? Yeah. Oh, well, they've fixed up. Another one fixed up, isn't that lovely? Come on, give everybody a Jesus. Yeah, I can, yeah. You can? Well, I don't Henry says this meeting will affect you. It's affected me already. I don't know about you. Uh, you know, you hear Henry talk about deliverance a lot, you know, and he's always going on about deliverance. And It's not until you've seen somebody that's really bound that you know what he's talking about. And, you know, if you've ever had an experience with God, you'll have a desire to set people free, you know, something in here, desire, and sometimes it, it hurts, you know, because you, you're really concerned for people to, you know, to set them free and lead them to Christ, you know, and, you know, I, I thank God of the change it can make, that the chains can fall off, you know, that chorus, once I was a sinner, now I'm a son, once I was in bondage, but now my chains are gone, you know, when you see Henry encouraging people to dance, uh, you know, some of them, like, they've got so many chains on them, it's such a struggle, you know, they can't get that leg off the floor because the chain's not long enough, or they can dance for so long, they can dance for so long, but the chains are so heavy, they've just got to stop. And you can near enough see spiritual change, you know, just, just hung on them. You know, and I, I think this, if, if you've ever had an experience, you, you'll be an action man for Christ. You know, you'll... You, you hear some people saying, no, you'll be all right, brother, don't worry about it. Just we'll, we'll, we'll get you a tape or something, or we'll get you a magazine or something like this. Well, you know, that's not how we feel. We believe that you're an action man and, you, you know, you'll go set him free. No messing that's about, it. you know, that's as simple as that. I can remember when I first got saved, I can remember saying, going to some meetings and you get somebody up on the stage testifying, well, saying, oh, I feel terrible and, oh, my life's just terrible and... I feel really bound up, and they'll walk off the stage or whenever, and they won't do anything, you know, they just let them walk off the stage. Well, that's not how we are. We'll set them free, you know, it's not messing about. And I, and I thank God that I haven't been saved two years yet. It's near enough two years. But although it's only just that time, I can't remember, I was saying to Karen, I can't remember what it was like not being saved. Although it was, I mean, look, I'm over 19 now, and there's 17 years when I wasn't saved, but all I can remember is the last two. And I thank God it's those two that I can remember and not the others. And I thank God that he's given me something to, to go with and something to, to do something with, you know, that will affect people. Anyway, God bless you all. Lord, you know, um, been coming here quite a lot now. It's because every time I come, I get a bit more. And uh, it's lasting, you know, at one time I'd be afraid of 
I'd go to sleep at night and I'd think I'd wake up in the morning and I'd lose it all. But, um, well, since I've been coming, I'm getting more. I find I wake up now, it's still there. You know, you can go around dancing all around the bedroom. It's still there. Uh, you can go about it, work, you know, praising the Lord. Mind you, make sure no one sees you. But, uh, it's, uh, it, really, it really is there, it's real, because it doesn't just, when we get it in, it doesn't just stay down there. When we go, it starts to well up as we, as we go about our daily life. Suddenly we just feel something coming up, we've got to let it out. And, uh, well, I've, I've been coming here about, um, I don't know, about two, yeah, two years. I don't know, I'm not sure. About two years. About two years. Uh, first time I came, I did find it strange. Like I suppose everyone else does, you know. Uh, everybody dancing around, it was a bit, felt a bit out of it. But uh, now I feel we're in one big family. Amen. And, uh, well, I, I just felt that when I, when I was set free, and uh, I got no, there were no chains chaining me to the floor or anything, you know, I was, uh, I felt light, felt on, as if I was dancing on air. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'd like to say, but it, re it really is exciting when we enter in, you know. Yes. Really something is there, it's living. And uh, I just praise God that he brought me in. Yeah. I thank God he brought me in. That's praise right. God. Yeah. Well, that's still up there, you can sing that now. Come on, he brought me in. <laughs> indulging in that kind of stuff, but I oh, praise God. I'm drinking of the waters of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I love you all tonight. Amen. Praise God. From you, you're just going to be a policeman, aren't you? You're telling me. I haven't been saved very long and it's going into police force. Come on, tell how you feel. It'll be all right if we get caught now, shall we? <laughs> Watch it, I'll book you. <laughs> um, well, I was just thinking of uh, the first time I ever went to a meeting, it was at Josie's house in Scunthorpe, and uh, it wasn't until I went out into, uh, into the world again on the Saturday when I got home and went to work the next day until I realised that I felt that little bit cleaner. I, I didn't feel the joy or anything at first, but I felt clean. And 
since then, I've come to Fiskerton every week before Christmas, just before Christmas I started coming, and uh, I've got that joy yeah. or something. And yeah. <laughs> like that. And uh, when I say I've got that joy, the reason I say it is because something's always bubbling up within yeah. that, that affects not only my family, but people at college, people yeah. at, at, <laughs> at, uh, at my interview, this, uh, this says to me, yeah, oh, you go to church, do you? I says, yeah. And he says, oh, do, do you like it? And I says, yeah, of course I do. And he says, uh, he says oh, um, who's, your, who's your vicar? I says, we ain't got a vicar. <laughs> What kind is it? I, he says, uh, I says, oh, well, we, we say things like, praise the Lord and hallelujah. And before long, I was ministering and tell, telling them about praising God <laughs> in the interview. Interview for the police. It's catching. It is catching, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Lord really has set me free. And through, because I'm going to be free and hope to stay free, others might get free. Well, we'll get free. And... Uh, that's what we all want to be, soul winners for Jesus. So, amen. Praise yeah. the Lord. You've had something to do about that, Josie. You come up here for it now. Come on. Well, you know, tonight all the meeting seems to have been talking about being in the family of God. Right from the very beginning, from us coming in tonight, we were singing about that family of God. You know, and to be in the family of God, you've got to be born into it. You know, I was reading a scripture today. Uh, I think it's in Ephesians, but I can't remember, but it doesn't really matter. And it says about God caused us, thanking God for causing us to be brought forth from our mother's womb. You know, <clears throat> and I saw in that the truth of being born again of the Spirit of God into this love family. We've been born into this love family. You know, you don't just, you can't just come and sort of join it. You're born into it. You know, and I thank God tonight that I've been born into this love family of God. I'm thrilled about it. You know, and it isn't something that you just want to keep to yourself. You just want to share it, don't you? You know, it's such a shame because for years I've gone along, as Rolla said, uh, in just in an ordinary way, being a Christian, thinking everything was all right. But, you know, I realised that just as when a baby is in its mother's womb, there's only one thing that's separating it from the outside world, and that's just flesh. And just by the same token, so many times, the only thing that separates us from being born again into yes. this family, yes. this love family of God, where the Spirit of God is allowed to move through our lives, is flesh. Yes. It's ourselves. Yes. You know, we're sometimes our own biggest enemies, and it's ourselves. Uh, and if we could just get our eyes off other people and ourselves and get rid of all our hindrances and get rid of all that flesh, as it were, we can be born again of the Spirit of God into this family of God. And I'm thrilled tonight. You know, I thought to myself as I was sat there and I was dwelling on this in my mind about being in this family of God and being born into it. And I thought, well, you know, and this sounds funny thing to say, but it just suited me down to the ground. Um, it's like a maternity clinic, this is. <laughs> it is. I'll tell you what, I've read in magazines, I've read in a lot of Christian magazines about it's this clinic. We've got a spiritual clinic here. We've got a healing clinic there. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got a maternity clinic here. And I'll tell you what, 
and this is a true. We can laugh about it. It's, it's humorous. But I believe God's got a sense of humour as well. I have a sense of humour and I believe God has. But you know, it's quite true. <laughs> it's true, we need to be born again of the Spirit of God. We really do. And so to be born again of the Spirit of God, you've got to be where the Spirit's moving. And I'll tell you what, it moves here. And so this is the Fiskerton Maternity Clinic. <laughs> so if there's anybody tonight that feels You've maybe been going on with the Lord for a lot of years. Oh, yes, you, you, you think, well, that's all right, everything's okay, I'm saved. All right, maybe you are, but I'll tell you what, there's much more to go for. There's a real depth in the Spirit. You know, Roland and I have been talking a lot about it this week, about that depth of the Spirit, and deep can only call unto deep. And I'm thrilled tonight, so if there's anybody here tonight that feels, well, they know they've gone along with God for a lot of years and everything's quite all right. You're all right as you are. Let me tell you tonight, there's a lot more to go for. And when you're here, you're in a very dangerous place because we've only got one motive in our lives, and that is to see people born again into this love family of God by the Spirit of God. Nice to see you, Bob. Nice to see everybody. Bless you, we do love you. Now then, we've got a couple, a brethren, that's been converted into the glory way. You think it was almost impossible, but it happened to them. And they've just been for a trip to Jerusalem. But they got the glory before they went there. They ain't going to Jerusalem to get the glory. They got it, the glory of heaven, then they went to Jerusalem. You two sweethearts, come on up. They've started in your honeymoon. So come on, bless them. Come on. It's true. Come just as you are. And we just want to show our love to all and each and every one of you because it's so wonderful to be able to get around and show your love. That's what Jesus came for us. And he's shown us love here. So we want to give out love, and I want to give out more love to each and every one of you, and to particularly these young, hard, tough lads here. I like to see them coming along and, and really coming to the Lord, so that they can give more love to other souls and teach them how to come in a precious and wonderful way. Praise him, praise him. Hallelujah. What I'd like to read a few verses of scripture, if I may, please. Um, in Matthew, the last verse or two of chapter 3 and then a few verses of chapter 4 I just, I'd been reading this earlier today and I feel just that the Lord has laid it on my heart to read and Jesus when he was baptised went up straightway out of the water and lo the heavens were opened unto him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him and lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Then was Jesus led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. 
Then the devil taketh him up into, an holy, into the holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, the angels came and ministered unto him. I don't know, just all of these scriptures sort of just seem to mount up in my heart and life and make the whole fact of Jesus coming so much the more real. He came from heaven and he went to Calvary yes. and he rose victoriously from the grave and it just all seems much, much more real. He was baptized in the Holy Spirit. The dove came and lighted him. And I just praise God that he is deigned to baptize us too in the Holy Spirit here, deigned to set us free. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. Praise God. Shall we all just close our eyes a moment, brothers and sisters? I feel the Holy Spirit is doing a wonderful work at this time. Just put your hands upon one another. Just put your hands upon one another and feel the power of God going through this meeting. Praise God. The Holy Spirit's here now to deliver everyone, whatever you need, is body, soul, and spirit, finances, or whatever it is, they can be met now. You're at the deliverance station now where God is doing mighty miracles. Everybody, young and old, come on. Take your portion, brother. Take your portion. You've come to receive in me to now. Receive a quickening from the power of mighty hand of God right now by the Holy Spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. If you can speak in tongues, well, speak in tongues now. Come on. Come on. Speak in your new tongue now. Bring the power down, brother. Bring the power down, sister. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, this can be your new Jerusalem tonight. You can be set free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, it's lovely. I can feel the power of God moving. Take your healing, brother. Take your healing, sister. Take your deliverance, brother. Come on. Right now, by faith, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. You're in a spiritual meeting now. You're in a deliverance meeting now where the power of God is moving. Oh,
God is, is what it says it is. It's quick and it's powerful and it's sharper than a two-edged sword. Even piercing asunder the soul, the spirit, and the joints, and the marrow, and as the end of the thoughts and the intents of the art, it works, brother and sister. It works. I'm glad Gwen said what you said, Gwen. That was on my heart the same. And the same thing I said to Bob Nichols in the office this week, Bob. I said we must get people to read the Word of God more. A man said to me. Only this week, and it hit me, he said, it hit my house, a lovely brother. And he said to me, he says, well, I'm in love with Lord, and I'm this, but I'm no special, I'm just ordinary, but I can't seem to get anywhere now, much like I used to do, and I'm this and that and the other, full of excuses and sort of blaming folk. And I just hadn't been reading the word. And and I had an answer for him immediately. So I said, well, isn't that funny? You talking like you talking. I've got something to answer you with. God had given it to me. And it's in Hebrew, if I can find it. I don't know what's missing. Here we are. And I said, do you ever read the word? I said, he says, not now. I said, no, that's what you're lacking. Now, if you people don't pick the word up, I'm going to tell you you're lacking something. Because it says amen to what you've already received. Those who had that experience say amen. amen. It does say amen. Honestly, brother and sister. Now, and I saw something and I haven't been able to put it down this week. I've been reading it continually and I've had a marvellous blessing. But anyway, to cut a long story short, this man said he, he wasn't nowhere where he ought to be and sort of blaming folk about it. So I said, well, have you read? He says, no. Well, he used to do. He used to quote me things, this man did. He did. No. I said, well, I can help you. I said, look, it tells me in the second chapter of Hebrews, therefore we ought to give more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. I said, you're slipping. <laughs> and you can slip. Now, nobody's gone so far, even in the glory way, that the jolly world can't slip. If I'm right, say amen. amen. We can't, brother and sister. We need it. Man shall not live by bread alone, but it does something to you. And, and, I, and I went on to say, see it, said the word, it said, For if the word spoken by the angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense and reward, how shall we, I says, you and me, Escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. And God also bearing them witness both for signs and wonders, and with diverse miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his will. So I said, please, in the name of Jesus, just pick the word up. The word, it does something to you, brother and sister. It feeds you. I, I remember the time when I first got the glory and I started shouting about this glory way, you know. I was really growing. And it just didn't seem to be according to what the people understood. They hadn't seen so much joy for a long while. I'd received something special. So Con says to me, for goodness sake, Henry, when you start to speak anyway, pick the Bible up and just quote one verse or something. And I hold it, she says, that you're standing on this. She impresses upon me to do that.
And I never forgot it. She impressed it because it was so unorthodox. You see, I was all about on rejoicing and glory and hallelujah. Well, it was all in here. But I hadn't read about being in here. I'd received it direct. But when I picked this up, I said, amen to what I got. Hallelujah. Oh, that's not a dead letter. I know there's a lot of dead letter going about, but you'll never find any dead letter with Henry. I can't give it for the life of me. I've got the spirit of life. Lord of life and Christ Jesus has set Henry Staples free from the law of sin and death. Isn't that right? Are you saying? Now you can all say it and put your name on it. The law of life has set, say your own name, Henry Staples, say your own. Now the law of life has set Henry Staples free from the law of sin and death. Put your own name in it again. For the law of life has set Henry Staples free from the law of sin and death. Have you got it, Roland? We have been set free. But you know, I've been amazed as I, I keep reading the word now. I, I've learned ever so many things by the Spirit. And this is backing me up. I never knew I'd got such a good pal. I didn't, I didn't know I'd got such a good backer, Bob. I didn't. It's this what says, amen to what I've got. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise. I lost my place now. But anyway. We must learn and read. If you want to get on with God, you want more joy, you want more life, you want more deliverance, well, you start to read the Word of God. You know, now I'd love to go back to Isaiah 61. I'm going to read a little to you. It'll do you good. But when you get home, please read it, brothers and sisters. Please read it. Oh, dear, you're missing something. Listen to this. The Spirit of the Lord God's upon me. I tell you what, I shouldn't be standing up here if he wasn't. I never stood up, I never testified, I never did anything until the Spirit of God came upon Henry. I couldn't, you ask me why. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. But the Spirit of the Lord's upon me. If it's upon you, say it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Oh, hallelujah. Right, well, he's on us for a purpose. Because the Lord hath anointed who? Me and you to preach good tidings unto me. He has sent me, go on, and you to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison door to them that are bound. If that isn't an exciting way, I want to know what is. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. I'm never going to stop talking. In the 62nd chapter of Isaiah, I remember saying this 25 years ago in Mansfield, for Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. <laughs> I'm not going to be quiet, boy. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until... The righteousness goeth forth as brightness, and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. Now your salvation, should, when you are saved, you should go forth as a lamp that burns. People know that you're saved. It does rub off you. They can't feel it. Praise God they can. Can you feel anything from me? Well, so it's wrong if you can't, because I can feel it. It's burning me, all right. It burns you. It says here, look. It says, the righteousness goeth forth as brightness. You can see it. And the salvation thereof that burneth. 
and Gentiles shall see thy righteousness, and all kings thy glory, and thou shalt be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Which love a new name in that land, in that land, that sunshiny land. Which love a new name in that land, in that sunny land. Have a new name, a precious name, in that sunny land. Have a new name, a precious name, in that sunny land. I just felt led of the spirit to vex you out, brother. You. You, yes, you, come on. Just you. I feel I can do something. I've, it's come to me three times. Something's gonna happen to you, you coming up here. He's a lovely lad, he said, I don't know his name, but God's brought him here tonight. Are you sweating? No. You ought to be sweating, I am. Which let's ask God to make him sweat, shall we? You sweat great drops of blood for you and me. What's your name, brother? Richard. Do they call you Dick? No. Oh, they just call you Richard? Rich. Rich or Richard. They call you Rich, do they? Mm -hmm. Oh. How old are you, Rich? 25. 25, Rich. And, and, and uh, how long have you been saved, Rich? Six, seven years. Six, seven years. And where did you come from? No? Thetford. Oh, you that lad will come to the week with that other lad, are you? Oh, ah, ah, oh, aye, aye. Well, I when I spoke to you up there, I felt that you last when you came before, you were just coming into something, but you didn't come in. Not right in. Yeah. Am I right? Uh, at the point, yeah. Eh? yeah. Oh, I am right, I know I'm right. Well, you say yes or no, I know I'm right. <laughs> now, do you know, Rich, honestly, I've seen you there. And you're not in this property yet, are you? Uh, no. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. I'm glad you're honest. Yeah. But you see, we want you to be. Yeah. I mean, if you look around at that chap for a start. Now, if God could do it for a man like him, have a good look at him. Go give him a kiss, go on. <laughs> Now look, Rich, if God can do it for them, and it was nearly an hopeless job. My missus thought it was an hopeless job with me, but it happened for me, so I know it can happen to you, Rich. You honestly, you're just the right size, you're right height, right through the eyes, everything's just right for you. Absolutely right to measure, brother. I've never known a man not made to measure so much in my life as what's made to measure for you. And you can have it, Rich. Shall we make a start? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it wants me to make a start. <laughs> well, put your hands up in here. Not like that, properly. Just stand on there. <laughs> Not put your hands up Go on, now put your hands up. 
Shout, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. No, it's not loud at all. <laughs> Say, praise the Lord. No, no, you don't tell me. Put your hands up. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, Jesus. Well, you know, I came here two weeks ago, you know, and uh, I know all about the glory way, you know, I've been to Mount Zion down in Norwich loads of times, you know, and uh, it's been really good, you know, but I came up here a fortnight ago, you know, and I really enjoyed the meeting, you know, yeah. and... Uh, <laughs> okay. You know, and I, I went away and I thought, oh, that was really good. And it wasn't until I got in the meeting where we go to Sunday, you know, I felt really quickened, you know. Yeah, really, sure, really. And I tell you, I just. You're going to just say it. Yeah. I tell you, I really just had to come back here tonight, you know, just just to get more, you know. Yeah. I tell you, I just want all that God's got, you know. I tell you, I just want all that He's got for me, you know. Hallelujah. You just tell me all what I know. I know you've been brought in, I knew you've been drawn back again, and that's why I'm so concerned that you're going out with it. Yeah. Put your hands up again, praise the Lord. Saturday, you know, and I just felt, you know, ordinary, and I thought, well, I'm in a meeting, you know, I'm going to praise the Lord, and, oh, bless him, hallelujah, but halfway through, something just touched me, you know, and, it, oh, it's, it's all over, hallelujah, oh, oh bless the Lord. things to you know to can make this feel this good it's 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 great hallelujah you know we've all got the spirit it was 
it was sent to us when we were first born, born again, you know, and sometimes you feel the spirit and sometimes you don't. And I was thinking the other day, um, the spirit's like water. We always, always relate it to water. And you know, in Derbyshire, there's a, there's a, a dam, the Lady Bower Dam. And it was just a mass of water until one day they decided to dam it because they wanted to use it. And, oh, hallelujah, they, they, they built dams and they collected it all together. And it was useless when it was flowing all over, but once they got it channeled, they could use it. And now, and now it's, it's used in thousands of homes, you know. But to make that dam, they had to, they had to flood a village and people had to be moved and there was upset. And this is the same in the spiritual realm, you know. We've all got the spirit, but if it's, if it's flowing willy-nilly, it's no good. And if, if we can learn with the Lord to channel it in the right source, it's on tap for use. Any time. Hallelujah. And just, like, and just like the village had to be, had to be covered and, and, and just how that was, was lost, things in our life have to be sacrificed for the spirit to be channeled. But you know, once, just like the dam, once, once it's channeled and, and it's used for so many different things, you know, you forget that sacrifices had to be made in the beginning, you know. And this is what I want to do. You know, there's lots in my life that I want changing, but I can't do anything about them. Only the Lord can, can change these things, you know. Oh, bless him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I know that one day, everything, all the resources that the Lord's given me are going to be channeled and, and can be used of God, you know, for his glory. And so that I can be put in front of him, blameless, you know, and with nothing wrong. And I know one day this will come to pass when the Lord comes, you know, and, and I can't wait for that day, you know, and that, that we can all be there and that this world will have, have gone, you know, and we can meet loved ones and, and just in the spirit we can just praise him day in and day out. And, oh, it's wonderful. Praise the Lord. God bless you. You know, Eric says just to quicken, and it. I've been waiting to get this in on him for a long while. <laughs> the word quick in scripture means alive. Doesn't mean the length of what you got to say. It means the quality of what you got to say. You hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Praise the Lord. That's a quicker. <laughs> but. Uh, there's things been coming to me in this meeting, you know. Karen was speaking about the outworking of the blessing of God within you. And that, principally, is what matters. We're not uh, engaged in a, a, a Saturday night or a Sunday afternoon religion. Our job is seven days a week. The scripture tells me that I've got to work out my own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God that worketh in me both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I've got a part to play in it. And I tell you this, once you're saved, once you've got salvation in your heart, there's got to be an outworking of it. And you know, I've known glory folk that have been blessed and filled with the Spirit, and I've been very disappointed as I've seen their daily life. They've confessed of things that never ought to be, and... I tell you, half the time that they're doing wrong is because they're ignorant of the way they should live. 
And I want to read you a scripture here. Um, it's in Timothy, and it says this. It says, all scripture, not some, it says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable, it's going to do you good if you're going to assimilate it, is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, I tell you that there's a lot of glory folk need some reproof. And they'll only get reproved as their lives uh, are brought under the light of the Word of God through the operation of the Spirit of God. For correction. Now, my experience has been that I've had a lot of preconceived ideas about how things ought to be and how I ought to live and how I ought to do this. But I tell you, there's been need of a lot of correction in my life. And probably there is still room for correction. The Spirit of God yes. comes through the Word of God to correct you. And there's many in this meeting can say amen to that. They've been corrected in their ways. And I tell you, there's still a lot, even in glory meetings, a lot of wrong believing, a lot of misunderstanding that needs correcting. And you'll only get it as you read the scriptures because this is the foundation that God has laid for the Christian church Amen. now it says not only that but for instruction yes. you need to be instructed yes. you don't get knowledge spiritual knowledge by just singing and shouting and dancing yes. you don't get it that way you've got to be instructed and it says that the scriptures are given for our instruction. And it says instruction in righteousness. And that's the sort of instruction we want. And Paul continuing to write to Timothy, he said this, Study to show thyself a workman approved unto God. You'll not be a workman approved unto God by a slap-happy way of going on. It isn't just shouting and dancing. Pardon me for harping on that but I know so many so many folk that never never study the word of God they never study it and if you want to show yourself a workman approved unto God you'll study it study to show thyself a workman approved unto God that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth Folk can come along with scriptures and they can make you believe anything. The scriptures can be used by the enemy as we've heard tonight. But there's only those who are growing in the spirit and are, have a knowledge of the word of God that can rightly divide the truth. And unless you know how to rightly divide the truth, you'll begin to believe all sorts of queer things. Now... I've had quite a, a blessing in this meeting tonight. The scripture says he makes our hearts like a watered garden. And you know when people begin to speak and it just drops in my heart just like a seed and it begins to bear fruit straight away and I, and I just feel so blessed and I, something begins to be produced in me. And when our sister uh, Henry, first of all, was reading about Isaiah, I want to tell you a few things about Isaiah. Isaiah's got 66 books. 
And the first 39 of those books are to do with the Old Covenant. The Old Covenant does not interest me a tremendous lot because I'm a New Covenant Christian. Now, I don't find a lot of blessing in the first 39 chapters of Isaiah. There are one or two gems here and there, but a lot of it is, is not for me today. But the moment I come into the 40th chapter... I enter into the first of the last 27, which is equivalent to the 27 books of uh, the New Testament. And it begins, comfort, comfort ye my people. And I tell you, God came to bring comfort to a lost and undone generation through the, uh, uh, the birth of his own precious son into this world and going on unto Calvary. And of these 27 books, Right in the centre of those 27 is the 53rd chapter of Isaiah, which speaks about the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Now, I find that I can't get away from the cross, even though I'm filled with the Spirit. Some people seem to think that they're going to go on and leave the cross behind, but Jesus said these words. He said, He that would come after me, let him take up his cross daily and follow me. And follow me. Now, the cross that I take up daily is very much akin to the cross that he bore. The principles of the cross for Jesus Christ were the same as the principles of the cross in your life and mine. And if you don't read the word of God, you won't know what the principles of the cross are. You'll not have them working out in your life. Consequently, you'll be falling far short of what God wants you to be. Because I have found that the, 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 the uh, lifting up of the cross daily is a, is, is a principle that brings fruit in your life, it brings righteousness to uh, bear in your life. It causes you to grow in grace and uh, the, uh, the application of your salvation becomes real as you take up your cross. Now, it's not picking up a great big lump of wood and walking up the street. A principle is a rule whereby you live. It's, uh, it's that whereby you, uh, you, uh, you relate your life. There are circumstances in your life that you don't like. There are folk in your life that you can't get on with. But this is the cross. This is what you've got to take up. It's the crucifixion of yourself, your desires, your likes, your dislikes, in favour of God working in your life. The minute... You begin to crucify yourself. The scripture says crucify the lusts of your flesh. Then the work of the spirit begins to progress in you. And I want to tell you it's progressive. Now Gwen read the scripture about Jesus being led into the wilderness. And uh, what was it? Matthew 3 wasn't it? 4. And uh, the very first words of the fourth chapter is that the Spirit of God led him into the wilderness. Jesus was led of the Spirit. Now, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. But he wouldn't lead you into a wilderness, would he? 
Oh, what a year. Oh, what a year. The very first thing that happened to Jesus when he got baptized in the Holy Ghost, he was led into the wilderness. And you know, we begin to wonder sometimes what's happened to us and we come back, we've been in the wilderness and we come back and we say, well, we need a fresh filling up. Well, listen, don't you think you're making a mistake? If the Spirit leads you into a wilderness, it's for a purpose. It's for a purpose. And unless you know the principles of the workings of the Spirit of God in your life, you're going to be flapping about here, there and everywhere. One week you've lost out, the next week you're on top and you don't know your wishy-washy, you don't know where you're going, what you're doing. But it tells me that the anointing that I've received abideth in me and I'm no need that any man teach me. But that same anointing teacheth me all things and is no lie. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you when you got the anointing, you begin to read about uh, God's workings and begin to apply them in your life, then you begin to come into a life of victory. Amen. There's an outworking that matters. Now, I've heard a lot lately about the need for a renewal of the gifts of the Spirit. I say amen to it. But no one will ever convince me that the gifts of the Spirit are more important than the fruits of the Spirit. Because it's the fruits of the Spirit that folk around us are tasting all the while. And unless those fruits are evident in our lives, then we're not worthy of his name. And I read in the scripture where Jesus speaking about the vine, says that the father, the husbandman, is going to come along and do a bit of pruning in our lives. Well, what do you do when God begins to prune your life? You begin to cry out, you begin to moan, you begin to, begin to groan, you begin to think you've lost out, you begin to think you haven't got it. I tell you, you're in the best place it's possible to be because God knows that if he can prune your life, he can bring forth a lot more fruit. And I tell you, there's a need that we subject ourselves to God in all things and realise that our lives are in his hands. If you've put your life in God's hands, well, it's in God's hands. I don't have to worry about whether my life's in God's hand. I put it in God's hand long ago and I've never took it out. I've got to learn to say amen to God continually as he operates within me. And folk, we want a people that are bearing fruit to the glory of God. And I want to tell you, you'll not bear fruit if you live in ignorance of the principles and the workings of God. And the only way that you'll get instructed in the principles of the outworking of the Spirit of God in your life is through reading this. I don't know any other way. Some folk have said we don't need the Word once we've got filled with the Spirit. Well, I do. I've always needed it. And I believe you need it. All Scripture is given by inspiration and is profitable. Well, I tell you this, that our lives are going to be changed and transformed. They have already been changed and transformed. But there's going to be a going on. There's going to be a growing up. There's going to be a, a giving forth. Why shouldn't everybody be able to get up here and minister truth by the Spirit of God? We can go on all the while testifying, but testifying only takes you so far. But ministering by the Spirit, will begin to build up and edify the body of Christ. And we need building up, 
we need to grow up and one day we'll be going up. Praise the Lord. So I trust folk that you'll take these words to heart and thank you very much for your offering last week. We really need it. Folk are hungry all over the country. Whilst you are blessed here with the glory way, other folk are weighed down with dead religion. And a tape of a glory meeting is like a well of water to a thirsty soul. And they're, they're just longing to uh, get these tapes continually. And I tell you, folk are being blessed all over the land. In fact, there's more tapes going out today than ever there was. In this last fortnight or three weeks, well, we've been behind all the while, and that's something unusual. We don't reckon to get behind, but we've had that much on that we've got behind. And uh, we're just working flat out to uh, keep pace with the demand. So you pray for us in the office, and you give to the work of the Lord, and I tell you, God will prosper you and bless you. Amen. Can, darling, that's what I want you to do. Well, Henry, Henry says that I'm not with the Lord anymore. No, I didn't say that. Well, you know, well, yes, go on, don't you look sad. Well, it, I was with the Lord three years ago when I got saved, and I was until last summer. That's when I started to go away from the Lord. And um, I came really to realise it just after Christmas, and I was determined I was going to start coming again regularly. And not long after that, I was ill and I was in hospital. And when I was in hospital, I had a blood transfusion. And what reminded me, well, thought of me to say this, was uh, early on was singing the chorus, um, what it was now, um, something about the blood and uh, precious, yeah, the power and uh, yes. precious blood of the yes. lamb. Well, I began to smile to myself because I thought, well, when I was in hospital, I had four pints of blood. And uh, not long after I'd had this blood, I began to think. And I was beginning to think about God, and I wanted him. And I wanted God, and he began to give me the power. And I began to think, you know, well, did I have the blood of the lamb that was given to me instead of, you know, the ordinary blood that you usually have given to you? And I really wanted to go to a meeting right there in the hospital, and I couldn't, obviously. And then when I came out, I was determined I was going to come. And so I asked if I could come with Fred. And he didn't go last week, but to come this week anyway. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, everybody pray when you pray.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for restoring our dear sister, restoring the joy of our salvation. And Lord, we pray as she goes from this platform, she'll be so blessed in her soul. You'll take her on from strength to strength and take her beautiful light glory. For Jesus' sake.